Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Cornering the Market, your weekly gen art review from Collector's Corner. My name is P. You may know me online as at Aston Cloud, joined by my friend, co-host, and the founder of the 8NAP Digital Asset Fund, Jared. How are you doing today, Jared? Dude, I'm living the dream. And as we were talking off camera, just juggling so much right now. It's um, it, it's a it's a crazy time, but you know, a shout out to all of the people, including yourself, building in the bear. Uh, I think it's gonna pay off in spades later on. But man, it's just it's exciting times, and I have to remind myself of that regularly. Very exciting times, and this is the time to ramp up. You know, you gotta. Got to get that beach body in the winter, so to speak. Probably a terrible analogy, but let's dive right into it. So shown on the screen, a little bit of house cleaning. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Is our Substack. Sign up for our Substack newsletter. We're going to have more content coming out there. I'm ramping up for that, but we sent out this weekly update. You can read it on your inbox without getting distracted by DMs on Twitter and Discord all the time. And we include stories that we can't fit in this episode because we try to keep it short and sweet. We'll be sending out a tweet thread. Let us know if you like the tweet thread. It's uh, you know, it's been diminishing engagement, if I'm being honest. So I'm gonna modify it a little bit, um, probably try to truncate it. And if you all aren't getting value out of it, no worries. Just just please let us know um, so we can focus on what is valuable. And please follow us on Twitter. This is Jared's Twitter right here, Jared underscore pause. This is mine at Aston Cloud. We appreciate it. It's helpful. And we are at collectors underscore XYZ. Here's our Twitter handle. And as always, timestamps, check them out. Jump to the parts of this that you enjoy. We try to do a comprehensive review, but we know not all of it is for everybody. And with all that out of the way, let's jump in. Let's do a vibe check. Jared, what is the sentiment that you're hearing out there from collectors, artists, both, whatever you want to talk about? What's the vibe? It, so from a collector standpoint, I wanted to give a shout out to Bob Lucas, who had an, what I felt was a amazing tweet where he was able to, uh, in his words, he believes that the, the low is in for uh, Gen Art. I generally have a tendency to agree. I think while sentiment is, uh, I'll call it neutral to down, uh, I, I equate it to kind of the 2018, 2019 crypto vibes where, you know, not a lot's happening. People are kind of coming and going more going than coming. And at the end of the day, I think it's, uh, I think it will, a lot of buys today should age. Well, I think the charts agree with that. I think the, um, uh, the vibes agree with that. And then, you know, just overall, you know, from artists, I think that, uh, you know, we had a really great spaces for anybody who wants to go listen, please go listen to it about hidden traits where, um, you know, Harvey Rayner spoke about the, the collection size and his, his thoughts around it. I think this is this, this lull in the market is giving artists a lot to to think about. And I think that that's really, really amazing. And, and should, it, it, it's, I think it's a good time to take a deep breath and reflect and without a lot of action going on, um, you know, it, it's a very contemplative, I'll call it space right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I love doing these vibe checks with you, Jared, because 
we always seem to come at it at slightly different angles. Uh, I feel like the market's still a little bit bored. You know, sentiment the last couple of weeks hasn't felt as negative. It's felt more neutral, which happens when you kind of bottom out. And I think a lot of people who were going to leave have left the gen art market and everyone who's sticking around is kind of enjoying it and, you know, just patiently waiting for the turnaround. Here's Bob's tweet up on screen. Bob is, uh, if you don't know him, you, you should follow him. He's, he's awesome. I mean, he has 218,000 followers, a really, really smart guy, um, great trader, great financial analyst, and a great, great uh, asset to the space. He, he's uh, created something called Station 3 that will have the Grailers DAO event at, um, over at NFT NYC. So he's really doing a lot for the ecosystem that's supposed to help artists and uh, builders in the space do stuff. But yes, I agree with Bob's sentiment. NFTs are in the final capitulation. And that capitulation part is interesting because when you hit the bottoms of markets, you tend to have some people just like a flush out for the last people who just can't take it anymore. Seems like that's happening. We'll talk about that a little bit on some of the notable sales uh, during the blue chip gen art piece. Let's quickly talk about the overall market. Bitcoin is uh, down about... Oh, a small amount, 0.9% for the last seven days. Ethereum up 4.5%. So all the uh, BTC maxis, sorry, that, that ratio is not going in your favor at the moment. I know there's been a lot of talk about that. Uh, not an Ether maxi, by the way. I just thought it was funny how, how happy people were about that. Tezos up uh, 2.5%. So overall, fairly flat on the week. Now let's look at some blue chip Ethereum art. Uh, we segment out friendship bracelets and squiggles. We'll get to those, uh, but rounding out the top sales in the last week, 14 sales of life in West America, uh, floors back up to 5.75 on that. So there was some capitulation there, uh, color, color glyphs, excuse me, 13 sales and fragments of an infinite field, 10 sales. We sort by the seven day price change in, in floor price. That is, uh, at the top, we have dreams by art blocks curated, then the blocks of art. I'm sorry, not by art blocks curated, the art blocks curated, blocks of art, another curated 77%. Um, skip over ones that have one sale because that tends to be a capitulation. Brain loops, AIR up 43% for the week. Jared, notable sales. What what have we been seeing? I think that I wanted to highlight that there were two Fidenza sales this week that were just crazy low. One of them was a 51 wrapped ETH bid that from, again, Jenny Dow. Um, uh, you know offloading some of their assets but i mean beautiful beautiful piece um you know my speculation on this is that uh, there's a ton of fidenzas on the 3ac liquidation so maybe there's some anticipation there from people um oh, sorry the jenny dow is the 58th one i misspoke but I, I just think that i mean it's a beautiful piece and a way, way below floors i don't know i i think that there's a um you know, some angst, so to speak there, uh, gen art affiliated, but not quite a uh, gen art news is Mapon's one of one sold for 75 ETH. A lot of speculation in Grailers uh, chat about who that is, but you can tell by their wallet, uh, a new entrant to the space. I think that's very, very bullish for, for William and just the, the longevity of these artists. I mean, at today's prices i mean that's almost uh you know 130 140 thousand dollar sale like that's that's amazing man like I, I love that and then the other takeaway was just a 21 eth or wrapped eth sale that uh happened for a ringer 
you know, I love Dimitri. I love ringers, you know, and the, the Rapteeth bid is now down to 18. So again, just to reiterate, if you're willing to get out there and you have a long-term perspective, I think that there's really, really great opportunity. If you're willing to grind out uh, those, those, um, those collections that you adore. Wow. I didn't know about that ringer sale when in Rapteeth. So there are, that that sounds like capitulation to me. And Jared, I don't know if you know about this, but shown on screen here, William says that the uh, golden ape, his golden ape, that uh, the one of one that sold for seventy five wrapped ETH, is in the same wallet as a hoodie ape punk. I don't even know how many of those there are. There may only be like one or two, or maybe this is the only one. No, so the, Justin Trimble has one. So I, there's at least two out there. But yeah, it's a super super rare one. Got it. Got it. Well, congrats to all involved. Here is the one Fidenza that sold for 58. Here on the screen is the one that sold for 51. This was a cool one. A grayler. Kylo Ren picked this up. I think Danny Seedfrey sold it. So uh, some some deals out there, especially on the higher end, if you have that kind of liquidity. How about on uh, FX Hash, Jared? What we got going over here? Yeah, dude. Man, I, just, I feel like... Uh... I feel like uh, chicken little with the skies falling every single week, but last four weeks have been typical, like low volume. You're seeing a lot of triple digit seven day Tez volume, you know, overall. Um, and dude, I love that on anybody looking on screen, you got this uh, yellow box that popped up with your offers. And we'll talk about that in a little while, but yeah, I think that one thing I wanted to highlight is, you know, again, if you're out there grinding, you know, dragons, which is an amazing, amazing William upon his first, long form generative, you know, obviously on Tezos instead of uh, ACs on Ethereum. But I mean, the floor is just like starting to thicken up a lot of great entry points there. But I really wanted to shout out uh, a listener, his Twitter handles, yo underscore luchador picked up a really, really amazing fragment of the wave. Uh, it ended up being a, a diptych to pair with his uh, one that we highlighted uh, a few weeks ago. So, you know, going back to those looking to grind you know, and again, he posted in Grailers, the Tezos chat, the, a really great pairing of these. They, they just go so well together. It's almost like a flow and it, it's it's stunning. So again, if you're willing to get out there, you're willing to grind, you're willing to, you know, find those pieces that are going to be locked up in your vault. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic about it, man. I, I just think that there's seeing this low volume gives me more and more conviction that there's deals to be had. Definitely deals to be had. Definitely feels like the the market is is primed to turn around. I know listeners uh, probably don't believe me because I've been saying this forever, but hey, Ethereum's been hugging two thousand dollars, man. It's not like the market's down. It's just a matter of time, in my opinion. Um, how are Squiggles doing, dude? Your 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 comment actually set up what I wanted to talk about on Squiggles perfectly, uh, unrehearsed, but you know, again, again, just the synergy that we have, man. I love it. And you, you talk about like Ethereum going up, the squiggles in particular, uh, I'll jump to the floor, floor price. It's holding up in USD, even though the ETH terms are leaking out. And there's a slow leak on the support there, but you can kind of see on the page, like it's more or less consistent. So I, I find that really intriguing that the, the USD price is kind of governing at this time, right? Obviously things are going to change, but you know, overall on the squiggles, last week there was a little glimmer of hope because things had been been up but man uh we're back down we're down to 182 eth in seven day volume down from 271 
last week. So that's an 89 ETH drop, roughly 25%. You see the same thing in the floor price, a drop from last week, 10.5 to 9.4 this week. And then overall sales quantity, uh, 25 last week to 17 this week. So I think one of the things that was interesting is that volume feels a little bit fictitious because the uh, there was one slinky that sold three times, right? So of those 17 sales was one piece and, and no real highlights. You know, there's a decent fuzzy sale at 16. Somebody jumped the fuzzy floor to get one they liked. But man, uh, you know, kind of the sentiment of overall, it's just, uh, yeah, that squiggle right there, 96.13. You know, where was it? Uh, no, anyways, like, it, like one of them sold multiple times. There you are, 15.53. So it, it's, well, it's grinding out for half an ETH profits. Exactly, exactly. So it, it's, it's just tough out there. And, you know, uh, it, it's the overall sentiment, just a slow week. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is reflected in the friendship bracelets as well, which we like to take a look at 228 sales versus 253 last week. So down slightly volume actually up 60.4 or sorry, 60.5 uh, versus 55 last I week. No, the floor I may price. know a reason for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you may have been involved in full disclosure. We both own uh, friendship bracelets as do about uh, 12,000 other people. Uh, floor price is at 0.17 versus 0.2. Listings are about flat. It's around 2,700 or so on Blur. And look, they're still showing low liquidity. And that 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 hasn't slowed down significantly over here on the friendship bracelets. So, uh, you know, when, once these really trickle, then I'll say, okay, we're, we're, getting, we're getting close to there. And just for folks who are listening, I think that the, the way that to conceptualize what happens in these markets is that you know if ethereum goes up and say breaks 2000 a lot of people are going to be wanting to hold ethereum and once it stabilizes people will realize okay the bear market is over and that's when i expect liquidity to go into riskier assets whether that's defi tokens or you know nfts whatever uh, but We'll, we'll digress from that and head over to some release recaps. Uh, really just one to talk about. Uh, this was an Artblocks Pace release. Came out on April 5th. Today's the 6th, so it came out yesterday. 250 pieces, relatively small. Dutch auction almost got to the resting price of 0.25. It ended up uh, minting at 0.31. And the floor has dropped to 0.198 with 29 listed. I know initially there were about 40% or even almost 50% listed. And essentially what happens here is if you have these releases that get close to the floor, uh, you know, botters come and scoop them up. And if you contrast that to Cargo, the art box curated that minted last week, it all, it, you know, minted low at 0.24, but there was more organic demand, even at a thousand pieces that's shot up to a 1.3 ether floor and it is holding pretty strong. So I think what you're you're seeing here is it, it is a little bit uh, dependent on the project. And if something gets close to its resting mint price, it's probably going to get botted, at least if it's coming out on art blocks. Let's just, let's head over to some uh, exciting news. Actually, this, this is not the first one I wanted to show. Um, so let me, we'll have a blank tab for this because I don't have it pulled up yet, but the people have spoken. We're going to have our collector's corner meet up at NFT NYC. So for everybody who is there, we will be meeting from 4 to 5.30, looking for a location in Soho that's south of Houston Street for folks who are not from New York. It's uh, closer to, to downtown towards the south end of Manhattan. 
And uh, yeah, it'll be informal. Just come, say hello, grab a drink. Love to shake your hand and see the names behind the awesome screen names that have been supporting us for so long. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd really emphasize, I know there's a lot of stuff going on. Everybody's jammed to the max, but you know, this is important to P and I, we love every single one of you who support us. So, you know, connecting with you is important to us and, you know, Collector's Corner is trying to grow this amazing community. So we would be honored to to be able to, to shake your hand and say hello. So please come out. If you can find some time, we would love it. Yes, absolutely. It would be amazing to see you all. First gen art news story is Eclipse.art. Eclipse is a platform that is going to be launching soon. They are an open generative art platform. What does that mean? And they're run on multiple chains. So they are similar to FX Hash in that any artist can come and release their work on there. They do not have a curatorial process the way that most places do, such as GMDAO, such as Artblocks, such as Braindrops. All these places you have to apply, be accepted. I love this because we don't have this on Ethereum, which is really interesting, Jared, because we just had a Twitter spaces on ordinals and in the ordinals platform, they do have a platform like this. Uh, and intriguingly, FX hash doesn't have quite as many curated platforms. And so it's, it's just funny how, uh, it's, it's leapfrogging a little bit, but, uh, check out eclipse.art. I think this is really cool. I think the space needs this. I think we need a place you know, I believe in these more decentralized systems where, yes, you're going to have some grifters, you're going to have some scammers, you're going to have some art that frankly you don't like, but there will be more experimentation. And I think that in the long run will lead to better outcomes. I really believe that I'm a believer in natural selection. So I'm excited for this. Uh, they have a, a thread here that we'll, we'll link to, but I'm just kind of show some of the mechanics here and their their UI and UX of the different things that artists can set up. So kudos to them for getting this out of the gate. And I am excited to see where this goes. Let's, let's talk about something Jared's been super hyped for and me too. FX Hash, speaking of, now has the ability to do collection offers, which is awesome. So Jared, wh while I show folks what this looks like, love to hear your thoughts on it and have you started doing it have you started throwing out some collections offers i have not but i absolutely love 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 this i think it's it's part of um you know one of the things that i've you know when you want to collect a project and then uh one of the the i'll call it a fallacy it's kind of a bold statement of the fx hash platform is then you had to lock up tez because there's no such thing as wrapped tez and you're going after specific pieces and sometimes you just want a piece and and it became very surgical of having to like i mean it was it was nice for me because then i'd like be able to connect with people but i'd literally be doing this deep dive into the blockchain trying to connect with them on twitter i mean it was it was a pain to try to get some of these um these offers accepted so i love love this just general uh you know collection offer i, I think it's absolutely amazing um when the time comes to to spot opportunities, I will be utilizing it a hundred percent. I mean, there, there's so much spinning up in my head already of like being able to do it. I think you're going to see, I think it's going to create a lot of volatility, especially preliminarily when somebody's able to, uh, you know, put in a low offer and, and then heaven forbid it actually gets accepted. So I think you're, you're in for like a little bit of a wild ride over the next couple months, especially given the market terms and the lack of liquidity, but 
overall, I am super, super bullish on this. This is going to create a lot more opportunity, especially to, in my opinion, onboard people into certain collections. Absolutely. And it adds liquidity to the system, which is always great. I mean, we're sitting here talking about capitulations. The reason for that is low liquidity. So congrats to the FX hash team. And again, I mean, they just keep shipping, like really awesome work that you're doing here. FX hash, we appreciate you. And great art at great prices. There's some cool ones here. I don't know if you've seen this one, Jared. Uh, Generative glasses by C4RC0. Seven Tezos floor, super cheap. I just thought they were fun, and it, you know we don't we don't get a lot of generative art like this, which is kind of unique and uh, I guess like portraying an object in this way, as opposed to you know we, we get more paintings rather than hey here's a bunch of glasses. So I like this one. I thought it was cool. Wanted to highlight it. Next one is reading a book by Kim Asendorf. So Kim Asendorf is uh, the artist who is credited for starting this type of art called pixel sorting. Cargo was the last art blocks curated. We talked about him last week. Reading a book is one of the first projects on FX hash, number 86, actually, which is kind of crazy. Uh, 275 Tezos floor, and it's it's pixel sorting, as you'd expect. So for everybody who's watching on video, you can see the, the pixel sorting here. It's a cool project hits our threshold for great art, great prices. And uh, I don't know how many people are collecting these given that, you know, cargo has gone sort of, well, I don't want to say meteoric, but cargo has done very, very well. So this is one that I think is worth checking out. See if you like it, a cheaper entry point to this aesthetic. Yeah, way better entry point than than cargo, not knocking on cargo, but just saying like, you know, again, FX hash has these little gems if you're willing to dig. 100%. 100%. I'm very bullish on Kim and Pixel Sword because I personally love it. So I figure if I do, some people do as well. And uh, yeah, so so there's that one. And then the last one I want to talk about is Bravura by D. Marchi, which is just a really beautiful, you know, more traditional art project that I think is uh, 250 Tezos floor, pretty cheap. It, go it goes up fast, though. This is a popular project and has a thin floor. Some very well-known collectors here, Kylo, Confused Collector, etc. So uh, that is the last great art we wanted to highlight at a great price. Next up, some exciting upcoming drops. This one, this is one is a I'm very excited about this. So I'm pretty obsessed with post photography AI. So this one is called 90 Miles. It is by MCB, who is uh, uh, you know actually a, a well known photographer. Oh, Michael Christopher Brown. For some reason, the Instagram isn't isn't working right now, but. 90 Miles was also curated by our friend of the podcast, Blockbird, which is an AI reporting illustration experiment. It's it's about Cuba, right? 90 miles from Cuba to the US. And it's just beautiful art that has some touches of AI. This is going to release, uh, let me show you their website here. It's going to release on April 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern for the public. There is an allow list, a pre-mint. So that closes on the 10th. So if you're interested in this, check it out. The mint price is going to be 0.1 ETH. And then also holders of MCB's NFTs will also have a snapshot on April 10th. So there's a couple different ways to get into this. Proceeds go towards working with Cuban refugees. Uh, the, Jared, have, have you seen this one yet? Have you had a chance to look at it? I saw some of the previews on Twitter, and especially the one that's on screen right now, was just so captivating. Um, you know, again, going back to that AI tweak on art, it's it just, 
it's it's just funky enough that it pulls you in a little bit deeper and and allows you or forces you almost to to squint and, and really try to analyze and look through all the details. So yeah, it's something I'm tracking. Definitely something that I'm uh, I have an interest in. Yeah, I love this photography, post photography stuff. And you know, we, we don't have time to go into it, but Rope Rainisto is having his next release today. So by the time this comes out, what happened yesterday? He did life in West America. We had a spaces with him, just a phenomenal artist. And also they're going to have a drop, which we'll talk about in the newsletter on Friday with 10 other new up and coming post photography artists. So check out the newsletter for more info on that. Jared, what's Lobo got coming up? Yeah, I think just wanted to highlight this, uh, you know, Lovid may not be a, a household name, but wanted, I'm, I'm a butcher the freaking name, but Augury. Uh, I really, this is going to be a presents instead of the curated. They, they released the, their previous curated um, project, which is called Tide Predictor. It's a very particular aesthetic, but I have actually have to say, like, I prefer this one a little bit more. It's a little ways out, May 3rd, 270 pieces. But what I really liked about it is it has a 0.1 ETH mint price, which I thought was really interesting, especially because the Tide Predictors has a 0.364 right now with 400 pieces. So the test output that's on screen right now is beautiful. I've been going through the explore possibilities. Again, it's a little ways out. We'll probably mention it again, but I, I really, really enjoy this one. It captivates me more than Tide Predictors. And, and for 0.1 ETH, man, I, I would definitely be willing to, to jump in on this one. So really, really enjoy these outputs and the test outputs. I, I think it's stunning. Yeah, and I just want to shout out to Lovid. First of all, Lovid is a follower of ours. Thank you. Uh, Lovid had a, a really cool release on Verse that just came out. Um, beautiful. Only three of these. Jared and super cool. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, but the Whitney Museum took one of Lovid's works and is now in their collection, which I thought was just so cool. Uh, Whitney, for folks who don't know, is a really big, beautiful museum in New York City. If you're around the art blocks stuff and around some of the festivals at NFT NYC, you may run into it. Some artists to highlight. The first artist I wanted to highlight is Pixel Lord. You know, I came across this artist, Jared, just uh, because they had released a couple things on uh, Bitcoin ordinals on generative.xyz. And I just really like their aesthetic. Here is their Twitter account, a futuristic artist. They have some really, just the, the way that they mix the colors. There's some some glitch art, et cetera, a little bit dark. You know, it's, I don't know. I like the vibe. It's not generative in the sense that it's not code-based but uh, really, really cool stuff. So I wanted to highlight this artist, big fan, and uh, glad that they are releasing cross-platform. I think they're really leaning into it. Want to talk about Lars? Yeah, I just wanted to highlight Lars. I mean, there's no secret. He's a master at his craft, but you know, in particular, I've been really digging the Bright Moments Tokyo previews. So just wanted to take a moment highlight Lars uh, and just the, the brilliance of it. There's still opportunities to hop in uh, pre-mint at a reasonable price. So, I mean, if you're interested in it, I mean, you can just see some of these outputs. Uh, I love them. And I think that um, it's something that could, could be really intriguing. Uh, full disclosure, I don't own any. I may consider picking one up post-mint so I can pick the ones that I, I particularly like. But, uh, you know, 
really, really digging a lot of the work that Lars is doing. So kudos to you, my man. 100% agree. And we have a fantastic podcast with Lars. Go go check it out. He's really, really humble, really nice, really good artist and great person. So uh, definitely someone you need to have on your radar. And that Bright Moments collection looks amazing. Art to watch. So we'll just start, you know, we're, we're we've got three pieces here, three for all of them by Lars Wander. These are the first collections that he released. He actually doesn't have that much work on Ethereum. Most of it is on Tezos, but he has a, a, a set of one of ones called How You See Me. You know, I, I would say watch those, but those are pretty much diamond handed. I don't, I don't think that people are going to be selling them, especially as Lars continues to create such beautiful output. But I wanted to talk through Geode. 555 uh, Tezos floor, which is just a beautiful collection of his unfolded, which uh, full disclosure, I do hold a couple unfolded uh, 350 Tezos floor and Gossamer, his other projects. So just keep an eye on these as, as Lars continues his ascent. And, uh, you know, it might not be a bad time to grab one. If you like one, don't know where the price goes for these, but they are fairly reasonable all uh pretty much all let's see yep all within our great art at great prices yeah but there's there was a run up on his work a little while ago and there's been a, a pretty good retracement on it so i mean really great entry points but i i like you hold some unfolded i think they're beautiful uh and i just think there's a really really good opportunity there yeah agreed and last but not least some charts what do you see yeah, here wanna... jared I wanted to point out uh, the harvest because it, it's had that meteoric run up and then there's been a little bit of a retracement back down to, um, I'll call it status state or steady state, excuse me. Uh, and just wanted to point it out because for anybody who's willing uh, or wanted to get in, but kind of was intimidated by the higher entry points, I'm looking at it in USD terms. Uh, and so for me, it's finding some really good uh, support at the floor price in in USD, and for clarity, that's around the seven thousand USD, um, a little bit more maybe. But I, I just feel like the daily listings are in a steady decrease. So we're at forty four, well below fifty, and a lot of the pieces on the floor are either people who hit wrapped ETH bids and they're trying to turn a profit, or somebody looking for liquidity. So, um, you know, there's nine sales until a fifty percent value increase, and fifteen until it doubles which based on the run earlier, I feel like, uh, you know, it, we won't have that much attention, but it's just something that I'm starting to look at. I, I really, really like the project. Full disclosure, I do own some. It just feels like things are thinning out. And especially with getting, you know, Proof did a artist deep dive um, with Perkworks. So th there's just, it feels like there's a, 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 all the, all the pieces are lining up, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And Anybody looking at entering, you know, there's some really good deals out there. Uh, a lot of those black background night type palettes are, are showing up at good prices. Um, they get snagged up pretty early, but I mean, uh, you know, if you're willing to look, get into the ecosystem, really good opportunity, in my opinion. Agreed. Beautiful work. And, you know, it is nice to see the price kind of retrace and, and find some support it helps give you some comfort that you're not buying the top. And with that, that is our show. Thank you, everybody. 
We are at collectors underscore XYZ. Please give us a follow. And one one tiny last house cleaning bit. We are not going to be having an episode next week because we will be busy, busy, busy at NFT NYC, but we'll be back the following week. So until then, thank you, everybody. Oh, sorry, Jared. You will be back next week, my man. I, I am taking the family on a little vacation and completely unplugging. But the 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 other part I wanted to say is, sound like a broken record please 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 come out uh and see us engage we would love to see you love to shake your hand again give you a hug if that's what you're into uh i'm a hugger please um please just love to see you this is really a community that we're both committed to and and anything we can do to support you just know we're here to support you absolutely absolutely that's right hope to see you next week you'll hear from me the week after and we'll be back to regular programming in two weeks so we'll see you all soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.